what it's like to be in their shoes. So you talked a little bit ago about about being in someone else's shoes. That's right. I focus on that a lot. Go to the heart of the matter. Like, and then I go into action with that. How can how can I help? Who can I connect you? What team can I put around you? What tactics have I learned? And, and let me share them with you and, and go somewhere together. Sharing pain grows our experience. Sharing experience grows our stories. Sharing stories grows our wisdom. We all walk different paths, but instead of comparing what we can't control on the road, we can listen and reflect in the shoes of others so we can learn to be better teammates, leaders, and friends. I'm Rob. I have two master's degrees, but I'm living a growth mindset in action. And I love working with my podcast team to share stories that sharpen our empathy. Let's empower growth together by witnessing the people around us for what really makes the extraordinary possible, our heart and hard work. Complete pleasure to introduce our guest today, Kevin Kimmis. Kevin is a civil engineer who helped guide and support municipal development and redevelopment initiatives for more than 25 years. He graduated from the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee with a civil engineering BS degree and attained his Master of Science in Civil Engineering Infrastructure Management from the University of Minnesota. Kevin's leadership and communication style of understanding where people are coming from with his focus on how to give back and provide help to those around him has been a significant contributor in his career, and it's going to be a huge topic of our conversation today. Currently, Kevin is the vice president at Stantec, a global leader in sustainable design and engineering, a father of two, and married to the love of his life for 26 years. He's committed to his own community. Kevin is a member of his local planning commission and was elected as town board chairman in 2021. In his free time, you can often find Kevin walking around in the North Woods while his bird dogs chase ruffled grouse. Uh, a phenomenal introduction that I'm so pleased to be able to give you, Kevin. Thanks for being with us today. You bet. Thank you for having me, Rob. I really, really appreciate this. I'm looking forward to the conversation today, and it's a wonderful thing. We've got a ton to learn from you. So as we sit down for this coffee chat, for this drink, for this, whether we're listeners are going for a walk or coming home from the gym, headed to work in the morning, uh, maybe having a drink, what, do, what are you drinking right now? Actually, I, I, I've got uh, straight from the tap some uh, local Milwaukee, city Milwaukee water here because I'm coming from right alongside Lake Michigan and we're known for high quality water here. In, in That's Milwaukee. high quality H2O. I love yeah. it. I got a little actually I got some body armor light right now. It's peach oh, mango. I'm not I'm not an endorser endorsed by them or anything, but I do <laughs> love it. It's delicious. It's working for me. So as go. we're sipping in it, I'm getting to enjoy learning with and from you. Uh, the first question that we really ask is not just about seeing you, but to get to the real heart of the person that you are and the, the way that you've been able to ex- achieve the extraordinary. How do you want to be witnessed, Kevin? Yeah, I always, uh, when I think about this, I like to be seen as someone that can offer up some assistance and help. So whenever a situation arises, whenever I enter a conversation, I try to get to know somebody. And as I get to know them, I think to myself, you know, how can I help you? How can I help you through whatever struggles you're having, whether that's at work, in my community, within my family. Um, That's just generally how I like to be seen as a helper. Yeah. How can I help you has been a really important phrase for you. It's definitely been a theme and something we're going to talk about a lot. We never really fully get to understand each other because we don't really have the time, but 
more importantly, we're willing to listen. We're ready to learn and we're going to embark on this walk together. So now we've kind of taken our shoes off. We're going to walk alongside you and your journey. We've gotten to hear a lot of the details from your biography, but really to understand your mindset and the things that have shaped you throughout your biography. There's a really large emphasis on servant leadership and you have this mindset that's centered around serving other people, adding value and helping them. Where does that come from? You know, it really comes from, I'd say, the ideals that I was born and raised with. Um, my father taught me a lot of that, uh, but also my grandfather. So like my grandfather was a farmer and he remembered the days of not having power at the farmhouse. And so he served on a board called Dakota Electric for about 30 years. And his whole point there was, hey, I want to do what I can to serve others by giving power out to the farms. Uh, my dad did the same thing. And then I guess just from a young age, I've known it. Um and done it. And my dad recalled one day where he came home. I used to work as an ace hardware guy and he came home and he was getting teased by one of his coworkers. Cause I was as the ace hardware guy underneath someone's car, trying to help them get their little nut or bolt to fix their car put in. And uh, my, my dad's coworker said, well, I'm sure they didn't make money on all the work your, your son did. And my dad's like, yeah, but when they need something more expensive, where are they going to go? They're going to go to the guy that's helping. So I've always done it. I've seen it. I guess I've seen it led to me by examples by others. And I've tried to emulate it for sure. That's It's powerful just to hear how it's been, it's unfolded for you and your story. We talk about it in, we actually talked about it in another episode we just recently had with Bob Berg talking about the go-giver way and how giving first and what you can give to others and provide value to them is really the means of creating long-term value for yourself and always being able to support others around you. Yeah. And I also think part of it too, when I have interactions with people at work, I always want to have that interaction be where when we come together, we all feel better. And, and servant leadership is mm, definitely a part of it. That. Yeah, <laughs> say, yeah. Say it yeah. again. When we, when we come together, we all feel, we better. all feel better and are doing better. Right. So I, I don't want to have where I'm coming to tell you what to do. Uh, in fact, it's, it's the opposite. I, I had a direct report one time that was new to me and and they brought that up. They're like, your, your leadership and supervisory roles is different for me. And I'm like, well, what do you want? She's like, well, my, my old supervisor gave me a list every morning of the five things that needed to work or every Monday, Monday morning, five things needed to work on. And I'd have to report back on Friday how I did. And I said, boy, I, I want you to tell me what you want to work on mm-hmm. and I'll help you do it because you're going to have more ideas to do what you're doing than I'm going to. I mean, I'll help you and I'll guide and I'll, su- I'll brainstorm, but I'm not going to tell you what to do. Let's do it together. It's going to be, it's going to mean more. It's going to mean more coming from them. And there's that big, you, you, in your personality and in your biography and from getting to know you before we recorded, just understanding the way that you like to build people is, is from, from them driving it and then doing what you can, you, you do a really phenomenal job of opening the door and creating opportunities. Can you talk more about how you've been able to, to do that and to create opportunities and to let other people flourish? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess even to think about that, the first step I always take is I always try and find out what is keeping people awake at night, what's bothering them, what what is it that they're struggling to to tackle, and then I always think, well, we're probably going to be better together to tackle it. So I always start there. You know, where are you coming from? Why why are you struggling with that? Why is it important to you? And then I also I really try really hard in every interaction to try and think um, what it's like to be in their shoes. So you talked a little bit ago about, about being in someone else's shoes. That's right. I focus on that a lot. Where are they coming from? Why is this important to them? 
and then build from there. And so then we start brainstorming together. I ask questions. Sometimes I, I will admit, and Rob, we've never talked about this before, but I, I can make people uncomfortable a little bit at times because <laughs> no, <laughs> I'll go to the heart of the matter. Like why, you know, what, what's going on? And when I do that, people, sometimes their eyes kind of open up and they're like, wow, why'd you get there so quick? And I'm like, well, because let's solve, we're going to get, if we get to the root of stuff quickly, we're going to solve things and you're going to be happier in the end. And then I go into action with that. How can, how can I help? Who can I connect you? What team can I put around you? What tactics have I learned? And, and let me share them with you and, and go somewhere together. It's, it's fun. It's really fun. That's well, the important thing, right? You came to the right podcast. I mean, you're talking about heart. You're talking about getting to the heart of things. We're talking about really caring about people, empathy, the this, the the puns that could roll off it, but the, the reality of why we chose the words heart and hard work for this podcast is that's what it's all about is the feelings, the connection, the, the, the intangibles that we don't always have the perfect one-to-one description for, but all of those things that come into to the equation. And then, you know, you, you pair that up with hard work and how much that does to build up the people around you. Yeah, it, it's fun. It, it really is fun. I mean, I, I find it nothing more rewarding than to see someone else that flourishes because I was able to help them, you know? Yeah. And, and you have that deep sense of community in all of the roles that you serve. Can, can you tell us a little bit more about how that has shaped and, and how you have found yourself putting yourself in positions to continue to let that cultivate? You know, I'm going to talk a little bit about the industry I work in, right? Yeah. So I, I didn't go into civil engineering because I thought, oh, I'm going to help the community. I did it just simply because I wanted to be outside. It's the engineering that allows you to be outside because you're shaping yeah. the world outside. But then as I got into it, I found out how much it does affect your community. And I've had flood recovery projects I've worked on, but even, um, you know, you're providing the roads, the sewer, the water, you know, people are able to get clean water out of the faucet and the, the, the water goes away down the drain because of what we provide. And so then as I did that, I saw how much I was really providing to people. And I actually had a flood recovery project that was pretty significant in Minnesota one time where people were really reliant on us to get this done right, to recover it and redesign it. And so I saw what it meant to them, you know, that people were, their actually homes caved in during that flood from water up against it. And when you see people that scared about what happened, right. it really gains meaning, right? It's hard not to put your heart into that work. Um, but then from there, as I gained this expertise and knowledge with my work, in my own community, uh, I was living, actually, um, I live in the town of Sockville, and I moved there um, three days prior to them appointing me to the planning commission, because they're like, oh my gosh, you know how to do this stuff, and you're willing to do it. And so I've really poured that back into that community. Um, and now, you know, as you mentioned, I'm the town board chairman, and I get a lot out of that. I try and educate, inform, gain input. Um, every single time we have an action that we're going to pass, I ask for everyone to have an opportunity to speak. So that everyone's voice is heard and then we collaboratively are building things forward and, and it's changing our community. That's fun. It's helping. Yeah. yeah, no, it is. And it, it's not without an immense deal of empathy. And I know that that's an important part of who you are and how you align that with the, the principles that drive you as a person and you get to align them in your work. And so you've made it to this position of influence, something that, you know, people work very hard and we see and we want to work towards getting to for someone who's still on their journey, still work, walking a different path, what are the ways that you see that they can make meaningful, impactful contributions to our community today? Well, if you're going to talk on your at your own community, um, I would say get involved. There's a thing called a comprehensive plan that every community has 
that really shapes what the land is going to be about. Get involved, whether you attend just to hear or more times than not, they have committees or whatnot that you can volunteer on, do that. But then on the other side, um, I think it, it really means something to care about the people you're around. Um, actually, I didn't talk to us about this at all earlier, but Rob, just last week, I was walking out of uh, out of a restaurant at the airport and there was a guy sweeping and he had to stop to let me get by. And I stopped. I'm like, hey, how are you doing today? And he looked up at me and he's like, what? Look, you having a good day? You know, and I, I had some time to kill and I I talked to him and and you know, it was just a three minute exchange. And as I walked away, he stopped and he goes, Hey, and I was like, yeah. and he goes, that meant the world to me today. Okay. And I was like, Oh, well just keep doing a good job. And you're all right. And so in, in my mind, I made a little bit of effect to someone in a positive way with a little bit of an effort, but if it made his day better, that's what it's all about. You know, leave a wake of happy people behind you, not destruction. That's for sure. So yeah, uh, that's what I think of. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, worth a sip right here. <laughs> it was fun. It made my day too. I can tell because you just radiate the genuine joy. And I think that you, for, for a lot of people, they want to be able to have that effect. They even want to be able to care and enjoy at that level. Cause otherwise it kind of seems fake. It kind of seems like, why are you in, you know, for it catches people off guard because not everyone does that, even though many of us would love to be able to be that way. So I, I, I find that you're able to make the connection with the good feeling because you can really put yourself in that other person's shoes and know how much it means. And that's like the big premise of how we are trying to orient these conversations now is to step out of our own shoes, walk along alongside someone in their journey, in their mindset, on their path, and then learn from them, really be able to understand what it's like to be in their shoes. And the quote we talked about before, and I, I've said it on a few episodes, that you, you can't understand what it's like to be in someone else's shoes until right. you take off your own. And I think you you do a phenomenal job of that. And you talk about sharing empathy and you just, you gave us a little golden nugget right there with your, your joyful laughing. Can you, can you share a story of a time when empathy really made a difference for you or for someone that you were with? Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think of even for myself. I mean, there's been times, um, you know, I'm going to talk about one example. I was actually during the housing crash, I was between jobs, you know, trying to find, I was, I was employed, but I was looking for a new job. And I had an interview with the guy who was to sell uh, actually rain jackets and rain gear. doesn't really matter, but, you know, I went through it. And, and at the end of the interview, I had been asking him questions and challenging him. And he, you know, said, Hey, would you be interested in the position? And it was a salary that was like one fourth of what I had been making previously. And I was like, yeah, I, I really can't go there. And I was in that stage of questioning myself and um, he's like, I said, yeah, maybe I need to, you know, just, not have such high expectations. And he said, no, man, it's okay. Demand the respect for yourself. Now, I don't remember this guy's name. I remember the interview. I remember the conversation. I've never spoken to him again, but it was that helping hand I needed that day to remind remind myself, don't question yourself, keep the faith and keep it going. So I did that. Um, so that was for me personally. And I'm going to add on to another story. If you don't mind, it was another time, um, it was a flood project, that flood project I mentioned, we had done the recovery of that and there was a resident and it was a rainstorm where they come in. So we had done all the construction work and everything was back to order. And this is even back in the day where you could look people's names up in the phone book. And sure enough, she looked my name up in the phone book and called the house at two in the morning. And I answered the hard line number, you know, at the time. And uh, her name is Lisa. And I'm like, yeah, Lisa, what's going on? She's like, it's raining. I'm afraid my house is going to flood again. 
And I was like, no, Lisa, we, we put in a new overflow elevation. It's not blocking that can go over your, up to your house. I said, remember that spot in your yard I said it's going to go to? That's it. I know you said that, but please come out here. So I got up and I went out there. By the time I got there, the rainstorm had ended and, and it had got to that point and then it receded. And I just parked the car and I came walking up her driveway and she ran out from her garage and she leaped in the air and hugged me. She was so overjoyed. And she said, it did exactly what you said. I'm so glad you're here. And I was kind of thinking to myself, well, I wasn't going to stop the rain by coming, but I gave her some assurances. And uh, to this day, I drive by her house and I can I can wave and say hello and she remembers me. So both, both are examples, both ways that I think are really positive ways of helping each other. Powerful. Uh, really, it's it's very cool to think about how you've been able to take the empathy and your experience. And that's really what this is all about. Like to take our own experience, to know the pain that we've been through, to leverage that into wisdom that we can then share and learn from ourselves and then even come onto a podcast and share so that other people can learn from it. Right. And so you, you have this big emphasis as well on community. Like we talked about on empathy and how these have changed you to, to, to grow to a position of influence and there's even this element that's really important to you. And I know from your leadership style on mentorship. And yeah. so can you explain a little bit more of your, about your approaches to mentorship, what it's meant to you and what it means to your people? Well, first off, I want to say that every person that I've had the ability and the, the privilege of where I've, I've had some formal and then some informal, but every one of them, um, I've learned from them. And, and, and that's the number one thing I go into that I think they're trying to learn from me, but I make sure I learn from them just as much. And it's been beautiful. Uh, say one more time. We're going to capstone that while I take a sip, you, you learn from them, but you're the mentor. Every single one of them I've learned from them because, because if I don't go through that process, um, I'm just going to be seeing the world through my eyes and I get to learn from how their perspective is to what they're doing and their struggles. So, I mean, I've, I've had mentorships where, they tell me of a struggle that I had no idea was going on within the company at times. And I was like, whoa. And it, and you re you recognize that you're like, oh my gosh, there's some things we need to change and how we're approaching it. So number one, I'm, I'm going to start by saying I've gotten a lot out of everyone. Uh, the second thing is I always start from where you're coming from, what's going on, what, what is the problems and how did you get there? And why do you think that's happening? And, and then as they, they tell it back, I don't want to sound like a psychologist, obviously I'm not. <laughs> But I make sure I'm not solving it for them. I listen to them, you know, tell me more about that. And then, re, 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 you know, one of the best listening skills I've learned is to repeat it back to them. The way I'm hearing it is you're saying this and man, it, it validates it. And then we work on a, a process. I mean, I'll talk about, well, what do you think about these ideas and what we're going to go through to address it? And sometimes it's a new skill. Sometimes it's a difficult coworker they're trying to deal with. And I've asked if they've explained the difficulties with each other. Oftentimes, I'd say the number one thing I get on mentors' needs is they just want to make sure they're being seen and they're being heard and they're not being forgotten. And I, I do a process of getting them involved then. Right. Um, but every one of them has been great. And I, at any given time, I'll have anywhere between you know five and 15 people that are asking me to be mentors with them, which can take up a lot of time too. Well, Yep. But you, you do it. You just do it. You find the right. time. Even if it's a calls after work sometimes from time to time. So yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you certainly find a way to show up for the three things really stood out to me from from everything that you just really dropped on us. Number one is that mentees have a lot to offer as well. So a lot of times we're thinking about this. It's always like, how can I find a mentor, someone to, to, to learn from? And how can I find, you know, 
thinking and even like, oh, I don't want to like just beg someone to help me, but really it's great that you're able to see that two-way communication, that two-way value chain. And even to the second thing that you, you're a mentor for so many, but you're learning from so many. So it's just continuing yeah. to augment your skills and your perspective. So to, to continue to accelerate, to develop yourself, it's truly important to find a, someone for whom you can be a mentor for someone for whom you can help them to be a part of their process, to be a part of their journey and make yourself available. I, I know I've experienced that myself, having had tremendous mentors for myself and I, yeah. I continue to learn and I enjoy teaching so much because I'm like, that's an interesting problem that you're working on. And, you know, I'd love to be a part of solving it both to help you and then to learn how I can, you know, help others in the future or help myself and just augment my own abilities. Right. Totally. Totally. And I also think if you've been working at your job more than a year, there's someone that's less experienced than you and you can start helping them if you want. Start helping. The, yeah. And then, so that's really, that was the third thing was just talking about your experience. You really, you keep focusing on helping people going through the challenges, right? And and that's actually what I wanted to do in this last little segment of our show is to, was talk through some of the greater challenges that we go through as we walk the longest mile together, if you will. So we, we know that the road for everyone is always filled with imperfections and there's power in hearing our stories and comes from our ability to navigate through these challenges and uncertainty. So, so we share, right? And sharing is a way that we can empower others and empower them on their path. So I really want to talk a little bit, if you're open to it, about something that's been challenging for you that in your past or, or currently what that you struggled with and, and what helped you through it. But, I mean, that's just where I want to start. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I probably would say I've been in some situations where the the situation I'm in has not been always the greatest. Um, I, I and I and I you can find yourself self doubting yourself, but I would also just say if you just stay the course, if you know you're doing positive things and you're doing it for the right reasons, it's going to be it's going to work out. Um, so there's no doubt that I, I've seen a lot of that through my career is just try as much as you can not to doubt yourself. And then, you know, have someone to talk to that you do find has got a common kind of North star with you. Um, and that's usually, usually well enough. I mean, I could give some specific examples, but I really don't want to have anyone necessarily think I'm, I'm thinking poorly of them, but um, sure. there's no doubt. I mean, that, that time when I was trying to find a new job, you know, that, that was hard. And I was fortunate ultimately to come here to, to stand tech where it's been so, so great. But um that, that was a hard time. You know, you go through a self-questioning phase and then the economy. Sometimes it's also the situation that's around you. But um, if you're not happy with your job, you're not finding success and happiness in what you're doing, go through a process of, of seeking it out. I, I, I'll give one other nugget to it too, Rob. Um, if you've got a network of people around you, it's a good process to go through to always find like someone that's outside of your industry mm. and just have coffee with them. Say, well, how does your company make money and how do they pay for your salary and what makes success in your mind? Because you'll find out there's industries and ways that people go about doing what they do that you never thought of and you mm. never realized. And I'm you'll be better off for it. It, it, it. I've seen people do it. Another close friend of mine has done it as well. And, and it's a fun process. You learn so much and you'll find more about yourself doing it. I couldn't agree more. In fact, you if you can't tell, that's a there's a large emphasis on what we've tried to create through this podcast experience on how to have conversations and how we can go to a deeper place, a more meaningful conversation, really understand and learn how we can learn from each other. But 
you know, in this section too. And it just, I wasn't sure if it was going to come up completely and it definitely has a couple of times. So I can't even deny it right now. So <laughs> in, in just the, the challenges that you keep bringing up, it's, it's actually extremely relevant. Um, actually two days ago, I was laid off, uh, from my full-time job. I, yeah. Microsoft, I was where I was working. Sure. They laid off 10,000 people. So, uh, I think your, your advice is super candid, super timely, right? Net wow, leverage, leverage your network. It's uh, it's an unfortunate thing to happen to anyone, and I'm certain that there's people that are going through it right now, with a lot of, a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, a lot of pressures. Um, I'm fortunate to have my health, my friends, my family, perspective, ready to work. Um, knowing that it's a financial decision by the company, I don't have any animosity towards people. Um, but it's 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 an unfortunate thing, but it's not terminal, right? And to, to stay focused on what that next thing is. It's a, it's a real challenge. It's a big, it's a life challenge, but um, it's definitely not fatal. It's not terminal and it's not a, it's not a failure. That wouldn't be nope. any way to think, consider that, but I'm, I'm, I'm listening to your advice actively as I've been having conversations with my mentors and my network and just thinking about that North star and thinking about taking the next steps and how this is just going to be one door closing to a new, many more opening and, so, some next chapter, right? Getting ready to turn the page. Yeah. I, so first off, I'm sorry to hear that. I, right, I, did, I Thank had you. no idea. And, and great perspective on it. You are right. Um, it does not define you. It's hard to remind yourself of that. So it's okay to put a sticky note on your computer so that every time you open it up, <laughs> this doesn't define me. That's okay. Um, but then the second thing, every single time I've seen someone go through this, every single time, and I mean that 100% of the time, they've come out better on the other side. Right. The path you got to walk, it's not fun, but um, you're, you will come out. And I and I would tell you back to what I said, use your network and say, how do you make money? Where does it come from? What what skill sets are needed? Right. And you'll find out there's things out there you never realized. Um, right. And I'm, I'm glad we got a chance to capture that in, in the context. I wasn't like looking for a way to steal the to steal the mic from you and your story. But how perfect is it for for the true mission of this podcast to be able to empower people through growth? Through, through challenges, through uncomfortable situations and to be able to navigate them. So I'm glad that we got to to capture your perspective on that, having been someone that's gone through it myself now, actively going through it and, and just thinking about how to turn that page and get ready for the next chapter. There's no doubt the work you're doing in creating this podcast defines you more than that layoff does. It was, it was like, it was all the reason I was like, you know what, it's, uh, this it's like that's why we need to have this episode right now. It's like I did I didn't feel the need to put it off. And 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 if it's any silver lining too, that's keeping me in perspective too. Is like I'm I'm glad it happened to me, yeah. knowing that I have the mindset that I have, as opposed to you know that's one that's one more job for someone else who who's got a family and kids and a car and and the house and all the the, the things to worry about right now. And I'm I'm glad that it's less strain on someone else right now. And, and as opposed to me being in a position where I'm early in my career and able to, to, to spin off and leverage all my resources and abilities. So sure. that's keep, that's keeping me smiling. So maybe I'll keep that on a post note along with one that says like, Kevin thinks you're doing a great job. <laughs> I just, I would just say it doesn't define me. It doesn't define me. This yeah. just doesn't, you know, I mean, I've known a lot of great people that have gone through the path you're about ready to go through or just embarking yeah. on. Um, heck my, my brother did just yeah. a year ago. And he's way better today than he, he was before. So. Right. So Kevin, we're coming towards the end of the conversation, which has been awesome to, to get to know a little bit more about you and to have a chance to, to learn from your wisdom and your insight. 
as we get ready to walk back on our different paths, we're going to, we're going to want to take some stuff for the road. So just kind of recapping everything we've talked about, but at the same time, learning from your nuggets, learning from your wisdom. I'm going to ask you a couple, a couple quick fire. It's not rapid fire, but you know, just you hit us with some, some punchy nuggets of information that we can take for the road and really use in our lives. These, these kinds of answers. You ready for some of these? Sure. 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 So, so how, for you, how will heart continue to be part of your journey? Well, it's the only way to act. I mean, if you're not acting on your heart, uh, it's only logic and emotions. What stirs my my movement? It's it's emotion that stirs my movement, and will always be what guides me. It's the engine. It's the engine. Right. That I do. That's oh, man. It's poetic. I got to sip. <laughs> That's the engine. Yep. Yep. It's heart is the engine. It, it is literally, figuratively, metaphorically. We love it. What's a quote that keeps you driven? You know, it's it's probably the simple one, but just do unto others as you want done to you. I mean, that's probably one of the oldest quotes there is, but that that is it. That's what I try and live by. Do unto others as you want done to you. you know? That's awesome. I when I made this podcast, I kept saying to myself, you know, there there's treat others the way that they want to be, the way that you want to be treated. And I was I was like, how can you witness others the way that they want to be witnessed? Is like yeah. interesting way to play, you know, play on words, but you know, perspective well, is is what we're really the empathy in that perspective. What's, yeah. what's one piece of advice you received that was a real difference maker for you? Boy, um, I'm going to go back. To, I, you know, I didn't even have this in my mind when we started here at all, but it was what my dad said to me and it, and it goes to life, but it was on the day I got married and he said, always be okay saying sorries. They're free. And they mean the world to someone else on the other end. So they're mm. free to spend and it means something. to. So it was talking about obviously marriage. It's okay to just be the first one to say you're sorry. <laughs> but I also think it's in everything, you know, just, you know, own your mistakes. But that's probably another guy too, a mentor one day. He's like, always, if you make a mistake, no one ever expects perfection. Right. They judge you by, they do actually judge you by intent. And if you made a mistake, right. I was not intending to do wrong. So kind of both. It's okay to say you're sorry. It's okay to admit mistakes. Um, and then always trying to come up with a solution on how to fix it, obviously. So right. that's probably it. Those two. So not even that it's just okay to say sorry, but like as you're saying, like own it, say sorry when sorry, as quick as possible, right? So you can learn yeah. from it. And and I think people really appreciate that. What leads to extraordinary contributions from everyday people? Purpose. I think I think people have to believe in what they're doing. So if, if you can show people what the end game is, why we're doing it, and then also have them feel connected and a part of something bigger and connectedness to it. That makes people do more. They, 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 no one's ever going to do more because you yell at them louder, right? People are going to do more when you try and say, Hey, can I do this with you? Look at, look at what we've done, share stories of the impacts you made in a positive way. Kind of like that gal hugging me in her driveway. I made a positive impact and I wanted to work hard that day because yeah. of it. So that's, that's it. Yeah. I, I also, I, People often say you have a lot of energy, and I say I don't necessarily have energy, but I have a lot of enthusiasm, which is energy plus purpose. And it's because enthusiasm you can you can spread, you can share because it's energy plus purpose, right? Energy is just like you're that guy at eight a.m. who's just loud and clapping, and and it's like yeah, shut up. But when you have a purpose behind it, people can understand the intent, like you were talking about earlier. It really makes a world of difference. And, and last question I want to hit. Thanks. You appreciated my nuggets back. I appreciate you taking a sip. 
what is one action that we can start taking today to build up to more and start making our difference? I would just say the person that you found that you've walked past and ignored in your everyday life, stop and get to know them. That, that's it. Get to know people. You know, there's so many people that we walk every day that I think we have our, our, our headphones in and are on our phones. Stop, lift your head up and tell someone you appreciate them or get to know them. Find out how much you might appreciate them. That's wow. thing. Yeah, that's my, my uh, sip. I agree. <laughs> oh, I'm going to chug this right, at, right after the episode. I love this it. Is so great. Um, I just think that's, that's so powerful. So just the power of one question, you know, it doesn't have to be the perfect question, but it can lead to so much more. And that's what we've been able to prove here today with just getting to ask you these questions and hearing from your perspective. But what's one question that you have for us, Kevin, as we get ready to close out? You know, I don't know if it's uh, so much a question, but, but Rob, I, I can't leave this without seeing, you know, for uh, where you are in your career and the fact that you're running this podcast and what you're doing, I think is such an amazing, amazing accomplishment. So my, my one question I think for you and for your listeners is, you know, how do we see ourselves doing something similar? I, I could never have gotten myself where you're at. I think it's amazing, but you know, what leap, what is it you're going to do to leap into that? to find yourself opening up that kind of a door as you have. I, I'm amazed what you're doing, Rob, and find something to leap into is all I would challenge people with. It's not so much a question, but how can you find yourself doing that? Look for it, find your purpose and do it. It's just amazing. Wow, there, there goes the rest of my drink. I was just- There you go. <laughs> so true. I mean, the whole heart of this podcast was where you're just going to start it and figure it out as we go. And I'm actually tremendously proud of this episode to talk about you, to talk about servant leadership, to talk about how, how can I help you has changed your life and taken you to this great position of influence and, and to be able to just continue to help so many more people. It's true testament to your character. And Kevin, it's been awesome to share this conversation with you and to learn from your heart and hard work. Thank you, Rob. I enjoyed it. Uh, There's nothing but a privilege to be here today and to get to know you better. And uh, trust me, even when this is done, I'm going to be reaching out to see how I can help on this next journey you're going on. Just so you know. Please help us empower more people and share these conversations by following, liking, and commenting on our Heart and Hard Work community LinkedIn page. Your support, reflections, and feedback help us build more together and remind us of how much is possible when we take action with heart and hard work.